Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the Gospel of Matthew, and we're in the 14th chapter. And we saw in the previous episode where Herod the Tetrarch had uh, killed John the Baptist. Okay? Herod had heard about Jesus, and he was freaking out. He thought that Jesus was John the Baptist risen from the dead. And that's the reason all these miraculous powers were working with him. And then Matthew gives us an account of how John the Baptist died. Verse 13 picks up the story. It says this. Now, when Jesus heard about John, okay, when Jesus heard that John had been killed, Jesus withdrew from there in a boat to a secluded place by himself. And when the people heard of this, they followed him on foot from the cities. There's actually a couple of things here that I want us to think about for a moment and some things just to sort of pay attention to. There's one thing here that just never had caught my attention to literally this time. You know, of course, we've all read the Gospels. We've done this. We've studied them. I mean, I've, I've taught Matthew several times, okay? <clears throat> but I think this time it just sort of, um, I, I, you know how your attention is drawn to something. When before you just say, okay, yeah, that's the fact, but it really doesn't mean anything that much to you. And it's just a little detail. But watch this. When Jesus heard about John, what did he do? He we, he. He withdrew from where he was, okay? He withdrew from there, and he, he got in a boat. He was in a boat by himself and went to a secluded place, okay? He hopped in a boat by himself, and he went somewhere to a secluded place. Now, I don't know if the secluded place was out on the water, okay? Or if it was, he used the water to get to some other place on shore, you know, I think you can sort of read it both ways, but we'll see. Anyway, Jesus went off by himself. Why do you think he went off by himself? <clears throat> He'd already declared who John the Baptist was. He saw what happened here. Jesus knew what would happen to John the Baptist, but did Jesus know what would happen to John the Baptist? <laughs> what I mean by that is uh, Jesus was totally God, and he was totally man. So as totally God... He knows all things, before, after, et cetera, et cetera. And yet when he took on the form of flesh, he humbled himself, and he set aside certain things. Even though he's still totally God, it doesn't mean that he was omniscient about everything that was here on earth while he was here on earth. Okay? And so he knew who John was. When did he know who he was? That's always an interesting question. Because Jesus knew who he was by the time he was 12. We see that, okay, in the Scripture. Would he have known who his predecessor was at that age? Well, we don't know. We're not told. That's just a lot of things we can sort of think about. But when he saw and heard that John had been killed, Jesus knew why he came. He knew that his life would be required of him. And this just sort of brings it home, doesn't it? Okay, It brings it home really, really strongly. So he hops in a boat. He goes to a secluded place by himself. What do the people do? The people do normally what people do. <clears throat> they don't really care. They only care about themselves. When the people heard this, heard that Jesus had left, had gone to a secluded place, they followed him on foot from the cities. So the idea being that they're walking around the seashore, they heard where he was going or they knew where he went. Either way you went, verse 14 says, and when he went ashore, so that lends, sort of 
gives me the idea that he went to the secluded place bobbing around out there on the boat for a while. And the people knew that he was out there, and they were following him on foot from the cities. So he finally comes ashore. He saw a large crowd, and he felt compassion for them and healed their sick. So here Jesus is <laughs> going through a really emotional time. Okay? Can you imagine? A really emotional time with the death of John. Understanding what all is entailed in all of this. He comes ashore and he sees the crowd. And what's his response? He feels compassion for them. And this is compassion from the Most High God himself, even through the Lord Jesus Christ. Same thing happens to us. Have you ever just felt compassion for somebody? When in the natural, there really was no sense of compassion or care or concern. But then you're overwhelmed with compassion. That's from the Lord. So Jesus felt compassion for them, and he healed them. When it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This place is desolate, and the hour is already late. So send the crowds away that they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. And you go, wait a minute. Is, is this the feeding of a bunch of folks? Uh-huh. This is a Matthew account of it. Bet you didn't know that little context right there, though. That it came right out of John. Jesus finding out that John had been killed. Jesus going off by himself to a secluded place. Coming back on shore and immediately being faced with the needs of a large crowd. So the disciples, they're full of compassion, right? <laughs> uh, no, not really. They come and say, hey, uh, this place is desolate. The hour is already late. So send the crowds away that they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. So here they are, the disciples sort of feeling their oats here a little bit. Okay? They honestly are sort of feeling their oats. Jesus, let, me, let, let us tell you what to do here, Lord. Let us tell you what to do. You need to send these folks off because it's getting sort of late right here. And, you know, uh, they go in the villages here, and they go buy food for themselves. Jesus wasn't having anything to do with it. He says, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. What? I, you know what this reminded me of, verse 15? I mean, it really did when I was reading it again today. Uh, so often when we gather together corporately uh, to worship him, to praise him, uh, to receive teaching, from the Most High God through His vessels here on earth. Uh, when we gather together like that, we have such a time limitation. We have such a format. We have uh, a certain kind of way that we're going to do whatever it is that we're doing and that we do it within that, and then we send the people on their ways. I mean, I've, I've struggled with this through the years when we've had time of worship where we weren't limited by time, okay, where we could do whatever we felt like the Lord wanted us to. And you're sitting there, you're going, well, is it time just sort of send everybody away just to draw this to an end? And sometimes when you just sit there and you just wait for a little bit, you wait, that's when God really starts to do some stuff. When we don't get in a hurry, because there, there is a, a thing of fretting. I do it right now. We've got a, a group that meets uh, in our home on um, Sunday evenings now. And uh, and I know that some of them get up very, very early in the morning. And I tell them point blank, okay, guys, we're going to keep this about an hour and a half time. Sometimes it goes two hours. Sometimes it goes two and a half. And I know people are free to come and go as they want to, but I don't want the people that have to get up early in the morning to, to leave feeling like they have missed something. You know what I'm saying? So I'm aware of this kind of thing. That's not what was going on right here. It's a bit of a power play right here. 
It's also fear motivated because the disciples realize, wait a minute, you know, these folks are getting hungry right now. This place is desolate. It's already late. I'm tired. Jesus, why don't you go ahead and just call it a day? Just call it a day. Send them in there. They can go to the villages. They can buy food for themselves. They get back a response that there is no way they could have anticipated. Jesus said, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. Oh, my. What in the world did Jesus mean by that? Well, I'll tell you what, my time is up, so we'll have to look at that the next time. (laughs) Okay, a cliffhanger, right? (laughs) Let me tell you what, that's very significant. It's very, very important. And you and I and all of us are going to be challenged by what he's really saying right there. Okay? Well, again, I'm Dale. We'll look at that the next time. I'll see you then. Bye-bye.